I think at this time of year, it's it's a good time to talk about the harvest. Yeah, we're in the time of the Omer, which you read about in the Old Testament. You know this this time leading up to Pentecost, where um, you you have these Omers that you would wave, and it's the waver offering. You know, you read about it, say, for example, Leviticus 23.11 says, And he shall wave the sheaf before Yahweh to be accepted on your behalf. On the day after the Sabbath, you shall wave it, the priest. Um, last year, I had this strange event happen one day. I went outside. My daughter came with me, and uh, I went out, and I looked at the tabernacle, and we have a table set up there. And on the table, I found a green piece of barley. And at first, I thought... It just miraculously landed there or a bird dropped it. But later I found out that my daughter had left it there the previous day. But it it really got me thinking that day about the seed, about the first harvest, and about multiplication effect. And that was the focus of my prayer that day. The Lord's really saying to me that, you know, to give purpose to what he brings to the table, um, even if it's through your children. It was a change of mindset for me last year to realize that the Lord can speak to me through my children, through what they say, through what they're doing. So my daughter and I, we, we took the seed from the barley and pulled it off and um, went onto the grass area of our garden, which is shaped in the foothold to claim a foothold for the for this land and for the nations. And so the Lord led us to throw that seed into the air. I felt like it was an important meaning for, for her generation and their calling. First I want to talk about their calling, but then I want to talk about the effect that the calling of that generation is going to have on my generation. So as I went into the, the Hebrew words that day to look at what the Lord is saying to me, I looked up at the word for sheaf, which is the omer, at Strong's number 6016, means fallen grain, food, a measure, a bowl, a heap. Uh, next, I looked up Strong's number 2563, Homer, which means cement, mortar, clay. Mortar for holding building stones, vessels, material. Clay upon which the seal is pressed. Mire, a heap of waters, a dry measure. Plural of barley, land on which barley was sown. Bubbling up, water, a wave, motion. And last, I looked up the word for, you know, the next generation, and I was brought to Strong's number 314. Aaron, which means coming after or behind. So it's like those who come after us. It means afterward, come later, the end, the future, last one, last time, later things, ladder, next, ones who, the rear. Through all of that, I felt the Lord saying that the next generation is going to find their strength by finding a way to live with the Lord, meeting with him in faithfulness. There will be an early harvest from the tabernacle and their eyes and your eyes will see the fullness of the outpouring but the body shall spread more seed opening another door more clay from molding more waters released waters and waves bubbling up so today um i was on my lunch break and i was just sat back and and two of my daughters they were you know they're only young and they were running back and forth screaming their heads off having a great time of fun and I was just sat there and I think many times I would just tell them to be quiet or be quieter. You know, I'm sat there on my short lunch break having a cup of tea. But this time just I, f I found rising up in me this this feeling of, of joy. And I, w I want to talk about that because I feel that this outpouring and this seed multiplication uh, anointing that is on the younger generation 
that the effect that that is going to have on us is joy. And at the center of that is the fact that every voice, every voice is important. In the traditional church structure, not every voice is heard or valued. Quite often it's it's the, the one or the few that have their voices heard at uh, set meetings. And the Lord really stirred my heart in that several years ago, showing me that, you know, the smallest of children uh, up all their voices and everything they would sing or say or say save the Lord at, at a gathering or fellowship is important and no less important than anyone else. And it's like we all have a piece to bring to the table. And if you don't allow every piece at the table, then you're not going to see the full picture. You're not going to see the full jigsaw. You're just going to see it in part. And um, that's something I've come to understand strongly over the last year, for sure. Um, so me asking my daughters to be quiet, it wouldn't really be allowing them to have their voice. And certainly being spiritual fathers and mothers, we don't want to be uh, hindering our spiritual children to to grow up just dependent and, and never never speaking or being shy about speaking, being shy to share what the Lord has put on their hearts. We want them to grow and and be a blessing to others. And the center of that is their voice. Uh, who will hear that voice? Uh, the strength of the voice that the Lord has given them. And uh, the more they walk in that, the better. So as the younger generation have that voice, I feel that for us to sit back and allow that, to allow them to have their voice, is going to give us joy in our hearts. Some people are going to treat it as noise or see them as not important, but that's not going to be me. I was brought to Strong's number 8342. Sa-son means exultation or rejoicing, gladness, joy, joyously rejoicing. And there's, there was a note there again said that, you know, it's figured of guests being anointed. It's a welcome. Psalm 51.8 says, make me to hear joy and gladness. Psalm 45.7, your God has anointed you with the oil of joy. Psalm 51.12, restore me to the joy of your salvation. Psalm 105 verse 43, he brought out his people with joy. Psalm 119, 111. I have taken as a heritage your testimonies forever, for the rejoicing of my heart they are. Isaiah 12, 3. Therefore you will draw water with joy from the wells of salvation. The oil of joy. Isaiah 61, verse 3. The voice of joy. Jeremiah seven thirty four. So what are we going to do when we hear that voice of joy? Rising up from the youth as they see the early harvest, are we going to hinder that? Or are we going to have joy? Lord, I just ask that you would release oil of joy over the generations. That they can work together in the foothold of the nations. To stand there together and to throw seed into the air. And to watch you grow it. To watch the early harvest come. I ask, Lord, that you would call the youth. Yes, call them, Lord, to meet with you in a new way. In a way where they meet you face to face in the tabernacle. Where they can draw from that strength of meeting with you to go out and be like the oil of joy. Going out into the nations to reach many, Lord. I ask that you would stir up the youth, Lord. 
to, to give them a desire to be with the Father, a desire to go and hear the Father, a desire to pray, a desire for the nations, a desire to go out, a desire to do and be what the Lord is calling them to do and be. I ask, Lord, that those those wave offerings, those sheaves of barley, that wave offering, that that seed is gone into the ground and it's bubbling up more, a multitude, a multiplication factor that one sheaf of barley multiplies and gives many more sheaves. Lord, that as that new seed goes into the ground, that you would speed up the growth of the harvest. The multiplication will happen, Lord, right before our eyes, Lord. And I ask that you would release the children's voices, the younger generation's voices. Every single voice is important. And I ask so that you bring them to the right people, where they can be encouraged and taught. Lord, I ask that you would change their hearts to overcome their misconceptions, their, to overcome the bad representations of you that they've seen, to overcome their weaknesses, to overcome the strongholds in their mind that would hold them back, Lord. I ask Lord, that you would rise them up to be fully expressive, not, not worried about the older generation who would like to keep them quiet, but that they would just shout out and just do what you're asking them to do. And that you would awaken the older generations. Yes, awaken them. To not put them down, but to embrace. Yes, to embrace them as they have not done before. And he asked us that maybe Yeshua.